Welcome to the Digging Group. Dexter, New Blood Podcast with Victor. And uh, Colton Duffy. This is Victor, and now that he's done being pelted by baseballs, I'm joined by Colton. Colton. Uh, uh, <laughs> merry, Hello, uh, day after, merry day after Christmas. Um, we are here with episode 8, Unfair Game of Dexter New Blood. Two episodes left. Oh, Colton is joining us moments after arriving Um from getting in from Oklahoma so um he uh you should thank him for being on today's episode uh you should probably Venmo him his Venmo is at Victor McGill if you guys want to send him money yeah I definitely do that I had to run yeah. we had to, ready to run in it was hard <laughs> <sighs> so I think I figured out well not necessarily figured out as much as wanted to we were talking about last week like how we get uh, uh our listeners friends in the chat involved with the podcast especially the finale mm-hmm. and the best way i can figure this out to do is and i'm praying we don't get overloaded with submissions i was basically thinking of like state what you think happens in the finale and specifically what happens to dexter what happens to harrison okay um and then just sort of give us something to go off of you know 30 seconds 30 seconds is a long time if you're talking um it, it is just um yeah but but specifically because you know you could just say this happens but not but like specifically what happens to dexter what happens to kurt um and obviously you want to get that in before the <coughs> sunday podcast uh of that finale which is like what uh january 9th so yeah uh send them to uh at uh where do we dig in dexter at gmail.com uh, I guess if you send a, it, it makes my life a lot easier if you send a voice memo. But if you don't know how to and you send a video, that's fine. I could transcribe mm-hmm. it to uh, to audio. But yeah, I guess that's the best way to get people involved. Um, just see who who you know sort of play the uh, the prediction lottery of who gets it right. Um, that person will get Ooh, mentioned say, on our we- podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, do we want to do something for that? Like, if anybody gets it a hundred percent right, like a hundred percent right, do we want to do like a T-shirt? Like, I say that, I don't know. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> it was Christmas. I'm broke. <laughs> Let's. Um, you ha- you're on the right idea. I will mispronounce your name personally on this podcast. How about that? <laughs> that's that's a pretty good. Um, I might I might send a submission in. <laughs> But yeah, send it in. If you get it a hundred percent right and you nail it to a T, I don't know. Yeah, you get something. I will. We'll, I'll figure that out over the weekend, and we'll discuss that. Um, I'll have my daughter epi- make you a macaroni photo. <laughs> <laughs> An edible. Um, <laughs> uh, this episode is forty-two minutes long, which is mm-hmm. sort of the shortest episode in Dexter history. I personally am okay with it. Did it bother you at all that it's 42 minutes? It is. It felt short, right? It felt – okay. I can't be a fair judge on this because I was. I started watching the episode last night after going through all of Christmas, all of doing everything. And it was like seven minutes left in the episode, and I was nodding off when I was watching it in the hotel room. And I was like, I can't finish this. And so I finished watching it this afternoon. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. And then I was sitting there, I was like, man, that was a really long fucking episode for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I honestly, I'm the worst opinion on it right now. Um, it didn't it, it didn't seem any shorter than any of the, it actually seemed long to me. So, um, so but it, I, it, I have it weird definitely circumstances. Was, yeah, <laughs> it definitely was significantly shorter because I think the shortest one before this was one this season. That was 44 minutes. And then there was episode in season five. Um. Uh, whatever Hopper Freighter, which is the uh, second to last episode. Anyways, I bring this up to say I am so glad we get these short episodes in this point because, like we, like I had said, probably since the start of season six, that these should have been ten episode seasons. I'm glad that mm-hmm. this episode's a ten episode season, and mm-hmm. when you factor in 
like if this is all the story they have to tell and kind of preview my thoughts for the episode i feel like they're definitely running out of steam in terms of ideas and thoughts when you you know uh, in an episode a minute is such a long time in an episode yes i want to say you have you know, we have we have somewhat of a bottle episode where you, half the episode is Dexter being chased. Um, and then, you know, you have like, what, two and a half minutes or so of Kurt and Harrison just hitting baseballs. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, they stretched. This episode was probably going to be like 35 minutes and they managed to squeeze out seven minutes of stuff. You know, I bet you if you ca- uh, tally it together, there's just like a minute and a half of Dexter just driving. Uh, I-, I say all that to say, tell the story you want to tell within your time frame. Don't jump to, like, I'm so glad they did this, something like this. That's not to say, I think we have so much packed into the final two episodes of questions to answer. I was going to make a list, but I just got forgot. But we don't have any clarity on why he embalms them is yep. is Olsen coming back how does the mm-hmm. Bay Harbor Butcher slash Angela tie up how does Kurt tie up uh, there's still Molly out there that seems like a lot to pack into two episodes this was 100% if you were to pick an episode this season that's a filler episode this was 100% a filler episode <sighs> In my opinion, in my opinion, this was a filler episode. We we have the last five minutes that actually matters to me. But other than that, the vast majority of what happened in this episode was filler material. So I'm I'm going to slightly agree with you and say it's a step below a filler episode. Whatever, you know, to me the most the most not notorious whatever. Where everyone caught on to what a filler episode is or a bottle episode was Breaking Bad, the bug episode. It's the most notorious episode of Breaking Bad. Oh, the fly, Bad. the fly. Yeah, the fly. Oh, the, the fly, fly, fly. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. I didn't even see. Leonardo's in the chat. Leo's a dude I was talking with uh, on Twitter. He's actually from Miami. So um, I said he's a local. He's always welcome. What's up, Leo? Um, cool. Yes. Th- I'm, whatever. I don't know how you rank the terms of the episodes, but slightly below what a filler episode is and we'll and we'll discuss why but obviously like you said the big the big hook a moment of this episode comes at, at the end um your your thoughts on the episode uh glossing overall before we get into the specifics of the episode um well, like I said, I feel like this was a hundred percent. Well, not a ninety percent of filler episode. I um, the the parts that did matter were really good. They really did matter, and I thought we got some really good material out of that. Um, there's certain parts that I was like, okay, this isn't necessary in it, but it was still kind of cool having it. I'll and I'll get into that in a little bit. Um overall, like a rating of this episode and stuff like that, I'm gonna actually rate this one as one of the worst of this season in my head, actually, like right now, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the worst, but it's definitely, it's, it's, it's in the bottom right now. I do say that though, it's still better than the vast majority of the last couple of seasons. So <laughs> I always have to preference sure. that I'm as much as I'm like sitting here watching this, like, okay, this really doesn't matter. At least I'm not mad. I, I wasn't mad watching this or anything like that. I was more just kind of like, Okay, this is just, it's kind of dragging on a little bit. I'll take that over getting mad at an episode. And I, yeah, there's some stuff out there that we're, I'm sure we're going to get into that we can nitpick and we could be complaining about and stuff like that. But I think that there's some answers to some of it in my head, and I could be wrong on it, but um, I don't know. I just saw, I saw some of my, fr- my friends and stuff like that that I know are watching Dexter on social media and stuff like that that were complaining about certain parts. And I was like, me of all people, I'm going to nitpick the shit out of this show. And I'm like, I'm really not nitpicking that. I really don't care. I don't know. I I have to say, I think the new blood shine has worn off on me. Okay. I this the setup that I have of Saturday night at twelve o'clock, like you know, finally getting to twelve o'clock to watch the episode. I think a few episodes ago, it kind of lost it. This episode, um, I don't know. I, I just sort of. 
just didn't hit me as much. But what I'll I did want to s- I'll happened? say this really quick, what you're talking about with losing his son. I only watched this episode once. I haven't watched it twice. I, I didn't care to watch it twice. I was like, I remember enough on this one. I was like, I really don't care to do it a the second one, go around. The one thing I do want to compliment the show on, and I do think it is its greatest positive slash pro, is they have completely nailed down the aesthetic of where they are in terms of a snowy, wintry mm-hmm. environment. Like, I yes. always feel like everyone's cold. I feel like everyone needs lotion. I feel like everyone need, is wearing, like, under... Um, I used to call them long johns. I don't know what you call them. The thermals. That's what I called them. I called them long johns. <laughs> um, I feel like everywhere you go into, the heat is is blasting. Uh, I, and, you know, obviously, like, this episode, which I know you haven't seen Sopranos, but you can't help but not think about the classic Sopranos episode, Pine Barrens. Uh, I, I, all, all I want to say is like the the idea, and because we talked about this, oh, the so Dexter I think, series I was Far- the entire time. I've, I've been thinking Fargo sure Fargo. Yeah. You know when you have snow and the hats like and whatnot. Um, and we've talked about this in in Dexter's Dexter season one through eight that they lost the shine of Miami. Mm-hmm. It like stopped. It stopped feeling like Miami. And this show, again, albeit it's only eight episodes, really they're nailing and they're sticking with the cold aesthetic. Like I just, I always feel like they're cold out there, and I forget what the cold feels like because I've moved away from it. But watching these episodes, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, like just. I don't didn't know. They film, didn't they film this in the summer? Or am no, I mistaken mm, by that? They filmed this in the winter. No, they filmed there. No. So all the snow's real. No, <laughs> no, no, no. So all the snow is real. It's not like the soap or whatever, you know, they blow out there. This is all real. They're they're like legitimately cold out here. I yes. Uh I think even like Scott Reynolds this week was even saying like this was one of the coldest shoots we ever had. Okay. Uh, okay. They, I, was, I, I think I, okay. I I do remember them saying like they had to refilm something that they had to add snow. But Okay. Uh um if you remember when we started out this season, they filmed the scene where Dexter and Harrison at the bus stop on the last day of filming. I did. I did. I listened to that episode, which I thought was kind of cool. They did that. Um, so there, there's, I think they did a little spot shooting because I think they had a tight schedule. Um, but yeah, I think we can get into the actual episode. Um, so I, this is a rare episode of this season where I can, I'm able to split it into three up three um, parts. Obviously, we have the chase with Dexter and Elric. Um, mm-hmm. Got the Harrison and Kurt, where eventually mm-hmm. Dexter shows up, and then the Angela storyline. Kirk, mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna let's start out with the chase because I think it takes up the most time, but it gets the it takes up the most time, results. but also like kind of like <laughs> nothing happens exactly. Um, <laughs> Let's. Um, <laughs> so our episode obviously starts out with Dexter having been captured, um, and he's sort of having a fever dream about Harrison. These kids from the right, they cool show part. up and they all, uh huh. Cool part, cool opening, very cool opening, by the way. Yes, uh, it took me a second or two to realize it was a dream. Yeah. Like, why would these kids be showing up in their house? But once once Harrison slices one of them with the scalpel, um, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I think the most notable part here was when Harrison hits one of the kids with the frying pan. He does this this face, and my apologies if you're not uh, watching the stream, but that's on you. He does this. Is a callback to Dexter season one when he hits Paul with the frying pan. I didn't even catch that. (laughs) He makes the same face. um, And I I had this whole thing clipped together. I don't want to mess up the stream if I try to show it here, but um, I'm going to try and get it on, on our social media during the week. But they both make the same face when they hit with the frying pan. So, so. you throw your remote at the TV like you promised you would? <laughs> that's coming soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's a, a, a cheeky little callback. I was also wondering if it was a callback the way Harry walked in on Dexter and Dexter is all proud about what he did and like Harry's disgusted uh, in season two. 
Um, sort um, of the same thing here of Harrison's super proud with the blood all over him, and Dexter kind of walks in and is 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 not proud. Um, but Dexter wakes up, does the um, does the move of using the zip ties to choke the driver. I don't know what this is. I've seen this move before, like usually with handcuffs. You know, I don't, I don't know. If I'm sure. I'm sure that 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 move yeah. is is yeah has a name to it. Um, uh, crashes, uh, shoots him in the leg, and there mind goes you, our... Dexter goes through a window first. Mm-hmm, like goes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. through a window, rolls through, and is a okay. Which I was a little like, oh, okay, we'll <laughs> not nitpick this, but that's okay. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't. I realized on my second watch. Of like, why doesn't this guy? This is Elric, right? Why doesn't he kill Dexter on the spot? Mm-hmm. And then I realize what we see at the end of the episode was he was supposed to bring him back alive so Kurt could make Dexter watch him kill Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um. So this chase stuff. Um. I. <laughs> I guess I guess my my whole thing. This is hard to like intelligently. Not that we ever intelligently talk about anything, but you know, if we're gonna talk about the chase and whatnot, maybe there are specifics that we can make it thematic and and tie into everything. But okay. the way the way I took it was like, all right, no one seriously thinks Dexter's gonna get killed here, right? Yeah, no. We all know he survived. It's like now, can you make it compelling enough that there's tension? And personally, I just didn't feel it. Maybe it's because I know he's not going to get caught. I know every time Dexter gets captured, I know nothing's going to happen to him. The Dexter show has trained me to never really fear something. You know, even if someone walks in on Dexter killing someone, which has happened on the show, um, it's still not, (laughs) there's not going to be serious consequences. So... I really don't have much to say until we get to the cabin. Um, I, I just don't really have much to add to it because it just seems like, you know, we, we, we see Deb really quick. You know, Harrison's blood is on his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, anything to add before we get to the cabin? Because I, I personally don't have much. The cabin is in um, Kirk's cabin? Well, no, no. When we when Dexter sneaks up to like that the, camp, the summer summertime, camp yeah. Or whatever. Okay, no. Then no, no. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Chase until then. Um, and you know he leads him. It, I guess he waited for nightfall. I, I don't know what that whole part was. How Elric knew to wait. Gets in there. Um, you know, the classic, uh, <laughs> the classic TV trope of bringing a knife to a gunfight. <laughs> I made sure I texted. Yeah, that was. Yeah, like, that was really funny. I literally rolled my eyes when he said that. I was like, good God, they did not really put this in this show. But okay, all right. We get um, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, you just reminds me of something. But let's finish, let's finish this up. So, well, okay, let me do like my one little tiny nitpick ahead. of the whole show. I'm really, I'm really not going to nitpick this episode that much. But the one nitpick I am going to do on this one is the fact that he is in this camp, which is fine. It's fine he finds in this camp, and it's fine he finds a knife. I'm actually okay with him finding a knife in this camp. Like, let's say that it's a camp, it's closed down, it's winter and stuff like that. They suck up. This knife that he finds, his butcher knife, just so happens to look exactly like his kill knife, the silver handle and all that. And I was like, really? Like, and it's all like perfectly shiny, and I get what they're doing and stuff like that. I don't know why it annoyed me. But that annoyed me. Like, I don't know. In my head, I was like, if you pulled out a knife and it was all dirty and, like, gr- grimy looking, I think that would have been kind of more badass looking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it was like a surgical knife. <laughs> and I was like, this is what you find in this dilapidated camp at this point? Was, uh, And maybe it was because I was already annoyed with that. brought a knife to it. And I actually, I think he said that after that. But it just brought it home even more to me. That annoyed me so much. And I don't know why. Uh- there's more I can nitpick on this show, and I'm not going to. For whatever reason, that really got me. Uh, I think the most surprising thing there is that you said dilapidated correctly. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, digging Dexter first. Dilapidated. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was cool, fun little imagery. You know, 
Elric is looking at the mirror, and I love, I do enjoy the way that they made the zip ties make it look like he was like almost Child? like the Joker. Yeah, like a like a twisted version. Yeah, I was cool yeah. with that. Yeah. Uh, and then the the mirror says, "You are beautiful." Mm-hmm. And then Dexter uh, jumps through it. I do want to say, you know, well, actually, I'll bring it up later. Um, and yeah, so he kills him. Smart enough to not tip off Kurt that he knows what he knows. And is on his way to the cabin, which we'll talk about in a second. Something I wanted to bring up, and I complained about it last episode, that I fucking get it. Harrison and Dexter eat alike. This week, Uh Showtime posted a post of sort of like a side-by-side video. It was like 20 seconds, and they, but I think they even put the caption of like, let me pull it up while I'm talking mirror here. Images? It, what is it? It's like mirror no, images. No, it was like it was like were, notice um, notice the difference or see the similarities or something like that. No, notice the little things. I think that was it. Notice pay, the little pay, things or pay something. Pay attention to the patterns. That's it. <laughs> and they showed the no two of them eating shit. the same, and I was like, wow, <laughs> wow. This is worse than a Dexter voiceover. <laughs> so. I guess if we're going to leave the Kurt stuff for last, you know, there's not much Angela, but the Angela we do have okay. is there's huge stuff here. Let me bring up. Can I bring up? Can I bring up one thing then Go really ahead. quick? Only because I don't have an issue with it. Only because don't have an issue I with what? See this on, I'm going to bring it up. Hold on. You just said I don't have an issue with it. I don't <laughs> know what you were talking about. Go ahead. Um. Okay. So the. Apparently, people had a problem with – from what I saw in some social media, and I was on Facebook. I was looking at some comments and stuff like that of the kill that Dexter does with Eric where he leaves the body and everybody's like, this is going to come back to haunt him. He's going to have fingerprints and all of this. I didn't really have this big of an issue with him leaving him because in my head, I'm like, this is like the one legitimate – self-defense kill Dexter has in the show where I'm like, okay, so they find these things. He literally, Dexter can be like, yeah, I got shot in the leg by this guy. Look, he has his gun. There's a thing there. I did stab him because he was hunting me through the woods. I didn't, I didn't really see that big of an issue with it. Like, so I don't know. So you're not wrong. And you bring up a larger point of why wouldn't after this episode ends, why wouldn't Dexter and Harrison Go to the cops and say, Kurt tried to kill my son. <laughs> what? <laughs> why? Usually, Kurt, usually the villain knows something about Dexter that could ruin him. To my understanding, all we have is circumstantial evidence of he knew the ash, the ash from something. the snow from the local crematory and a titanium screw, which... I guess if you bring Angela into the picture, it looks suspicious. But otherwise, if this was a court of law. There's no conviction on suspicion. Yeah, and it's like Harrison could tell me I had a fucking sniper here. And hey, remember last week, Kurt was like the number one most wanted person. and He looked like an obvious killer. By the way, that didn't happen this week. So it's like you bring up this point of like, yeah, you don't believe me. Hey, check this fucking guy Elric's phone. And I had to kill him because he was chasing me through the woods and he shot me in the leg and he captured me. Here's every, like, there's, but we don't have a show if (laughs) they do that. So I. Fair enough. I guess I I didn't think it was, I I saw people complaining about it and I was like, I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal. Maybe it will. I could very, I could very well be wrong. And next episode, it could be a huge deal that, you know, his body is an issue or something. I don't know. But for right now, I didn't see this big of an issue. The know. Dexter show always makes sure the phone calls and texts are important when they want it to be and then completely ignore it when they don't want it to. So Fair it depends like how they use finding Elric's body. Because if you look at his phone, it's like, what do you mean? Why do you have him? Why did you call him? You know, all of that, and Dexter could tell... You know, but so that, there's, like, so many angles you could play that. So, I guess, like, yeah, we just have to wait and see. I just... The, the Dexter... Again, the Dexter universe has taught me, like, Dexter can kill someone, and it just will never get mentioned again. Like, the beginning of Season 5. He kills that man on the mm-hmm. boat, and... um, Or whatever, the little gas station, and 
we never hear anything about that again. Right, and that yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, Troy, Troy in the chat, he's saying, why was he hunting him? Raised a lot of questions. Can you expound on that? Because I thought it was pretty clear why he was, but uh, maybe I'm missing something that you're bringing up. So the Angela storyline, um, let me just run through it because I really don't think there's much to discuss. And she's only in it for like five minutes, right? I'm not mistaken. No, that. she. It's very. It's right? very. Not even. Not even five minutes. Not even five minutes, probably. Right. Maybe combined five, six, seven minutes, right around there. Um, so a- Angela finds out about the drug dealer Miles that Dexter was going to kill. Uh, then he goes and interviews Miles and. You know, after describing mm-hmm. their encounter, Angela takes a picture of the needle injector hole for more evidence. Mm-hmm. That's in um one corner. Second corner, Logan then tells Angela what happened to Jasper, which is the guy Dexter had killed, uh, made him OD in the house as they were uh, entering the house as well. Angela sensing that the timeline means someone else was involved. Go ahead. I had a I had a question on that, and I'm not I'm literally not nitpicking on this one. This was a continuality that I very well could be wrong. I thought he killed Jasper by making Jasper snort his own drugs by closing his mouth and putting that knife with the stuff on. I didn't think he inject. Did he inject him? I think he yeah yeah I didn't when think he was he in did. his house. Remember he was in his house and then he snuck up behind him. The guy was playing video games, and Dexter was like game right, over re- or something. He's like, oh, he's here to play video uh, games. Oh, okay. No, you're what? You're right. I thought he. I was. Con- I was confused by that because I thought he like managed to grab him and knock him out some other way that he couldn't. No, he inject he injected him. him same way. And he was he, he killed him by doing that. Okay. 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 So my obviously that's why I said it wasn't a nitpick. I mm-hmm. was like, I didn't remember that. Okay. Cool. All right. We're and good. then once Angela goes to investigate, <laughs> Jasper finds this same needle puncture in his neck as well. How the medical examiner slash coroner completely missed that follow the code angela back at home yeah. uh, is comparing the injections of both of them and sees ketamine and both decides to google ketamine miami homicide homicide multiple websites show up that this is what james dokes the bay harbor butcher did to his victims and angela takes mm-hmm. one more look at the obituary photo of dexter morgan and okay so let me ask you, do you have any problem with this? God damn it. Yes and no. Like, okay, M99 was a big factor in Dexter. Now, I I maybe I I've I've seen some stuff out there where people were saying M99 and ketamine are technically kind of something about they're similar and then other people are yelling, no, it's not similar. I'm not a pharmacist. I'm not about to get in on that. I don't know. I, I don't know. So I'm not going to say that M99 and ketamine would maybe potentially show up as the same thing on a, a, on an analysis. I don't think they would, but I'm not, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to get in on that. So I don't like that there are like ketamine is all of a sudden this major factor when Dexter makes a very point that it's his own concoction and N99 is the main component of it. Um, but why do you, of all things, Angela, like why is Angela, my biggest thing was why is Angela, I get that she's suspicious of Dexter because he's from Miami and she knows that he, he worked for Miami um, Metro you know, so there's obviously these red flags, but why is it that all of a sudden you're like, well, let me connect him to the Bay Harbor Butcher. And I get that Molly brought up that she she didn't believe that story and stuff like that. But I don't want to I don't know, but I don't want to nitpick on it too much because the idea that this fucking cop from bumfuck nowhere, New York could potentially solve better than Miami Metro is an amazing idea. So so. I I'm 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 weird on it. I don't L- know. Let me man. let me say this. I don't know. She didn't she didn't go searching for the Bay Harbor Butcher. She typed in ketamine Miami homicide. Right, and right, the right. The first right, website right, that right. pops up is the Bay Harbor Butcher. Now, correct. I am okay with Angela's suspicion. This guy lied about who he was, faked his death, a son showed up on his doorstep. Fine. The stuff that Logan is explaining to her about how the Miles arrest went down, 
that that to me is a you know a concerned parent very angry fine when you take all of that plus what molly told her last episode it does make you think i think most people would investigate their significant other more if they were just dumped with all this information about their loved one uh their 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 loved one right. their their significant other I think the biggest problem we have here is I'm going to be talking for a little bit so excuse me. The biggest problem we have here is in the 8 seasons of Dexter, they never once said Dexter injects with ketamine. Ketamine, yeah. And the article explicitly states that James Dokes the Bay Harbor butcher used ketamine to uh what's the word? His victims, sedate his victims. So there's no like mincing of mincing of words here. So again, the biggest problem is Dexter. We even have an episode, season one, episode five, Love American Style. It is a point that Masuka finds the, the needle hole in one of the bodies that the ice truck killer at the time brought back up. Um, uh-huh. And then Dexter has to, that's where we have the moment where Dexter has to change his name to Patrick Bateman. So no one suspects Dexter is the one who's getting the M99. So they make it a point. Even even right. scenes later, my M99 will take him out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So now you... He says M99 multiple times throughout the show. Not even that season. He says it throughout the show. He says M99. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now you have, we're here, season nine, whatever, limited series, episode 104. We're now saying the Bay Harbor Butcher used ketamine on his victims, which is completely conflicting with what we know about the Bay Harbor Butcher, who is not James. So Stokes. they're not even close to the same. They're not close. To, I don't know. I, I'm Like I said, I'm, I'm not trying to delve that much into it. I was trying to like, let me, okay, sure. So ketamine and M99, they're not close to the same so thing, So right? if you get, if you dig deep enough. Is M99, is, okay, is M99 a real thing? Yes, it's an it a- is a real an thing? animal tranquilizer. So if you dig deep and So it's, okay, and ketamine If you is dig okay. deep enough, apparently you can confuse the two when doing talk screens and whatnot. But we're talking next level confusion about stuff. There, no, the FBI was involved in this stuff. So. There is a possibility that there's confusion. But you can't throw at us. If they're throw like, so here's the problem. If they go back and retcon what they did in seasons one through eight, that's just cheating. And it's just, it's, 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 it's it as, it it's it as sloppy as connecting Kurt knowing about Dexter killing his son. Like that's a very weak connection, and now we're just supposed to. He was, Kurt was ready to kill Harrison based on that. Fine. Um. Otherwise, you could have. Doesn't he say that at one point? Like I did like a half a dose of N ninety nine, so they wouldn't suspect it. <laughs> yeah, that, there's. Isn't that they, like they, they, they say M ninety nine plenty that you don't have. There's no. This is an obvious. I would I refuse to believe it's a mistake from the writers because it's a pretty big part of the Dexter like legacy. Maybe this will come back maybe this will come back next next episode. Right. So what I'm saying is but like I wonder the 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 correction of it has to be rather solid. It just it, it, as I sit here and I try to talk about all the ways that we can make it gives Dexter an out um it just has to be so good that we're not thinking of it that would they would make this completely not happen. Like, I'm 99% positive and anyone in the chat can back me up. Not once during the Bay Harbor Butcher season, season two, do they ever bring up M99 or the needle holes. So it's like, that's not even a part of it, but I could be wrong on that. I'm not sure of that. All that to say... I am tired of the Bay Harbor Butcher part. This is would be the third time we're trying the same storyline. And yes, like you said, and like we saw last episode, if a woman, 10 years, eight, whatever, eight, some odd years later, X amount of miles away, is able to figure out the Dexter's the Bay Harbor Butcher. Oh, that's just, it's, it's just, it's making your Miami Metro characters seasons one through eight look so bad. It's such like a, 
yeah a, a bad whatever i don't know i i have a problem with it i'm trying to hold off you know we have two episodes left for them to figure this out it just seems like a very i, I do way. have a pro- i want to make it clear i do have a problem with it i'm i'm just really trying to look the other way on this one because yeah but i do uh, yeah yeah so i i did want to point out mm-hmm. uh oh, sorry no go ahead no, no, no. what are you gonna say Oh, it's just a comment. I was looking at the comments and I saw Kayla made a comment, which I thought was actually kind of cool because we're talking about with the drugging and everything like that, that um, that she's kind of curious how Molly never saw a picture of Dexter when looking at the Trinity case file. That's something that never occurred to me. And I was like, yeah, because she even talks about like the son that was left and stuff like that and how fucked he was going to be. It's like, oh, I mean, for how much how much deep diving she does, you would assume like that would have happened by now. But. Hey, I know his face from right. somewhere. <laughs> um, so I took it upon myself to Google ketamine Miami homicide. And the first thing that comes up is this Reddit, all these Reddit topics. But then the first one, okay. because when you Google ketamine in Miami, you're going to get crazy shit. I guess in an alternate universe where the Bay Harbor butcher happened. The first one is kill Gus Bullis's killer from the Miami New Times. And then the second one that comes up is ketamine that's injected during arrest draws new scrutiny. Um, so if you want to go look up ketamine Miami homicide, you won't find any Bay Harbor Butcher links, but you'll find that. You'll find some fun Florida man stories. Right. So, um, so I, I just, I, I refuse to believe those writers sat there in the room and said, Yes, let's do ketamine for the Bay Harbor Butcher. And no one was like, hey, guys, it's M99. What are we doing here? I refuse to believe that. There has to be more to it. But we'll, we'll, we'll find out. We'll wait till next episode. I want to wait. I, on this one, I want to wait till next episode. If she goes to him and says, hey, I did some searches and I saw that there's this Bay Harbor Butcher and he was putting ketamine in. Dexter's like, Oh my god, she's on to my tactics. I'll be like, fuck this show. Fuck that. Throw the TV. I'm done. I'm out. Like I'm not doing it. Like if if we if we completely forget that M99 was ever a thing or he doesn't say M99 Academy can be similar. She must have figured out my path or something like that. If there's nothing that explains it, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> You'll finish it out on your own. I'm not doing it. There was one. I'm sorry. I'm, I really don't want to harp on this, but I forgot. There was one way, and it would be so silly, but I, I thought of one way it could happen. Dexter, back in 2007, changed M99 to ketamine so he could still get M99, thinking he would. it would never come back up again, not knowing he fucked himself 14 some odd years later was the one thing I came up with that. So when they bring it up, it says, you know, we get the explanation why it says ketamine, but let's move on to our, our more most storyline. I'm sorry. I'm doing 17 things here. Our main storyline, Harrison alone on Christmas Eve, uh, Kurt calls kind of creepily baiting Harrison into making Jim slash Dexter look bad. So it's explicitly said this episode, it's Christmas Eve. Audrey is buying her tree on Christmas Eve. If you want to talk about big fucking plot holes, why are you buying a tree? Just get, you're done. You don't. Can you even buy a tree? Can you even buy a tree on Christmas Eve? What sad ass Charlie Brown tree are you getting on Christmas Eve? That's the last of the pack. Oh my God. What is that movie, Christmas Row the Cranks, where they're buying a tree and it's they're like, it's $100 or whatever. And it's like the worst little tree ever. No, there's no I way. Mean, You're not doing yeah, it. Pick, pick up a plastic tree from the store and just put it on your table. Um, uh, someone's saying that Audrey working there. I don't know if I had her working there. I, I thought she was getting a tree. But regardless, if she's not buying the tree, who's the other person got buying a tree on Christmas Eve? Kurt... <laughs> takes Harrison to school, and I guess, you know, we know. So this whole, if we want to talk about really quick, we, we can get into specifics, but the whole arc here is ha- Kurt is taking Harrison for the day to soften him up, let him talk about his feelings, his vulnerabilities, 
and then kill him to like gain his trust when he already kind of had his trust. I don't know. I, okay, I'm I'm so glad you're not like. <laughs> I I. It's so weird. There was a because okay, well there was like uh, I don't I, I keep going because I don't want to get into it too much yet because I'm gonna be like jumping forward. I feel like, um, but the, yes, this is weird. Like, and it's not just weird for like oh this is weird. Why is Kurt doing this? But it was like even more like why like why is this even happening? So I mean. Like, I would assume part of it was Kurt trying to get Harrison's trust. Well, but yeah, yeah, Harris, I get but that. Harris, but he had Harrison's trust from the moment he said, I'm picking you up. Let's break into a school. Now, maybe, and this isn't tell, told in the show, but if we're to make it all work, Elric is having trouble bringing Dexter back, so Kurt has to, like, buy time with Harrison. But it seems awfully cruel, and uh, yes, this is a man who captures women, but... Which is a whole nother... That's my big complaint of this episode, is, um, and I'll get into that in a minute. Uh, um, What? Because now, now you have me confused, and I'm tossing it back to you because I lost my train of thought. Okay, yeah, no, my biggest complaint of this whole entire fucking episode is of all the people that Kirk's deciding to all of a sudden kill is Harrison. Well, I... Okay, and I get it, and he even says something like the sins of your father and stuff like that, but this is a person that he is now one of the most famous people in this city. And granted, it's a small-ass city, but this is a, the most famous person is because he just saved the school from the school shooter, and he just broke a fucking kid's arm in a live match that everybody saw, and all of a sudden he's just going to disappear because you kill him, and that's not going to raise eyebrows and stuff like that when you've been killing drifter women this entire time? Like, that makes no fucking sense to me whatsoever. Like, none. I don't... I, I just... I, I And maybe there's something else that they're... His, his his drive to do this kill, you know, besides, obviously, I want Dexter to see this. I want to cause him torture, and I want to cause him pain and stuff like that. But you're, you've been really smart about how you've been doing stuff in this entire time. And, I mean, I mean again, again, Dexter fucks up, so I don't know. It just seemed real sloppy for him. So, I, don't so know. I wonder if there's anything here where you have the Trinity... We call him the Trinity Killer, and then you find out towards the end of the season he's not the Trinity Killer; he's the Quad, Quad, Drupal Killer, whatever. Quad Killer, where it's actually you know little boys go missing, so they don't ever get put in there. I wonder if this is his cycle. I, I will not accept the backstory as to why Kurt does this whole ritual with women. What's the point of it? We don't know why the embalming part comes in. That has to be answered. As for well, I did thought I, I thought it was kind of interesting. He says something you have to pay for the. Doesn't he say you have to pay for the sins the, of your father choi- or something the like that? Of your father, yeah. Okay, and I thought that was kind of interesting. They they added that into it. I was like, okay, I wonder if that's so. The the, the only the only thing that like doesn't connect is. First of all, it's very it's still strange if this whole episode if this the whole season is standing on the anchor of Kurt suspects Dexter killed his son off ash and a screw that he's now going to kill Harrison because what? <laughs> like I don't I don't know. Furthermore, what is Kurt's involvement with his son because we have yet to see him be sad or anything about his son dying. Like we don't, very we true. don't have, we That's have no. So okay, so he thinks he knows that Matt was cremated in the local crematory. Um, all we've seen from him is absolute happiness. Remember when he's at the bar and he's basically orgasm to the song coming on and he's dancing with the bartender. Like, mm-hmm. is he that upset over losing his son? Or, and this is what I think it's supposed to be, he's mad that Dexter kind of caught on to him, came to the cabin with Molly, saved from Molly, and that aspect of it. 
with with the with the risk of not tr- trying to keep saying we have two episodes, so maybe we'll get more answers. Definitely, as it stands, at the very worst, I think it's shaky. Like uh, everything we're standing on about how this all all these characters connect, it's it's, it's just shaky. Um, I we'll get there in a second. If you want to bring up the the um, so you. <laughs> Again, it's so hard to discuss because I, I feel like we don't have a clear enough picture, but the way he's connecting with Harrison is, I don't want to say masterful, but I feel like you have like Harrison, this puppy, and he's doing like such a good job of just being like, you know, Kurt's like, hey, I don't have a good relationship with my son. Not like we have, me and you, Harrison, right? And he like elbows him like... That's a good right. way to make a, a a kid who feels lost in the world wanted. Well, that's like a, that's a, I mean that's essentially an abuse. Not an oh, is it abusive? I'm trying to think. A manipulative like person. Mm-hmm. Like that's what an, a, a, a manipulative person will do. Mm-hmm. Dilapidated. A dilapidated person will do that. So, um, I, the entire time I'm watching that when he's sitting there saying that, oh well, I would never do that to my son. Mm-hmm. I would never mm-hmm. do this, and I'm sitting there like. Okay, is Harrison really gonna fall for this shit? Okay, yeah, he's falling for it. <laughs> let me make you some venison. Let me let me cut you up some deer meat, son. And I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna give you some single malt scotch. It's the best that's out there and stuff like that. All right, so you're a pedophile, but that's okay. So I I didn't really buy a lot of that. It was kind of unusual. Um, I just, I, I don't. So I just it's hard for me to go too much into yeah. it because it's what what happened in this episode is so much different than what happened three episodes ago. Like there's no there's no hotel room with strawberries and chocolate. There's no champagne. There, there's no girls hanging out in there. There's no camera. It's Kirk more physically involved, I guess. And then not only to top that, but before we even get into all this, Kirk was embalming somebody. Right. At least that's what it looked like, which I have my own suspects of that, but like let's let's everything everything everything's changed from this moment. This episode, there's thirty minutes in this episode that really kind of matter and stuff like that. And it's a hundred percent changed from three episodes ago. Right. When it comes to this new the new bad guy and I'm putting quotations to the new bad guy. And I don't like that. I just, I, maybe it's because he's thrown off because of what's happened with his son and what's happened with him getting arrested and what's happened with shooting the girl in the fucking eye, you know, and Molly getting Dexter coming in and rescuing Molly. Maybe all this stuff is fucking with him. But if that's the situation, they need to have, I guess, maybe shown a little more signs of it. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's talk about the scene where they're in the batting cage. Um, okay. So, <laughs> you know, I think this is a. I was trying to use the right words for it, but like you know, uh, a, a sort of alternate version of playing like pitch and catch with your dad, right? Where they're just hitting baseballs, just like the classic way to bond with a father. And this scene with Harrison just getting absolutely pelted i couldn't stop laughing i know i know it's supposed to um be like i don't know like intense i don't know what the word is but so basically what what the show is trying to tell us is that like as harrison gets mad he just thinks of his father and how and he just keeps getting angry and somehow Kurt is able to detect this. Uh-huh. The amount of times Harrison just gets pelted in his rib cage, it just didn't have the effect that it was supposed to have of like him. Every time he gets hit, he just thinks of, of another moment he was yelling and, and, and fighting with his, his, his father. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just, I just was laughing hysterical. I, I'm assuming you weren't. I, I, I was, but I, I wasn't laughing hysterical on it. But I was more like, like, what is going on? I guess I was just kind of confused. Mm-hmm. 
Because I was in my head, I'm sitting here trying to like connect stuff. I'm like, okay, well, maybe there's a reason for this. Maybe there's this. Like when he's looking at his bruises and you can see, okay, this is where he got stabbed at. Was he getting pelted because he wanted to feel the pain of getting stabbed because he feels guilty? I was like, well, if that's the situation, why was he doing it this way? And why was he cool with Kirk doing this? And why did Kirk not question why he's doing it? Why did he not question Kirk not questioning him? Like, I, I don't know. My mind was going all over the place with this batting seat. It made no sense to me. Like, well, I've got the keys. I can get in. We can do whatever. Well, you're going to rate me in this school, aren't you? Like, that's in my head. Like, who wants to go with an old man to a high school and break in with the keys to go bat? I don't know. It was, it was, it, was just, it didn't make sense to me. Um. You know, and the reason why the scene felt weird is because, like, Kurt is sitting there watching Harrison visibly get angry. But, like, does Kurt know what Harrison's getting angry about? Like, I guess he does. It, it, it's, you know what, as we're talking it and, and as we keep as we keep me and you just throwing questions back at each other, I guess in the end it's just muddy. And I want to say ambiguous, which is sort of like the, a sign of a good, a well-written TV show. I, we still don't know Kurt's motive in this and the whole idea of like right. bonding with him to kill him and the idea of how he suspects right. Dexter. It's just like it's not ambiguous. It's muddy. And there's a difference and I'm not right. I'm not going to lean on the uh, uh, ambiguous side. When they go back to... Yeah. When I go back to uh, um, Kurt's cabin... I want to. I want to mention. I think we brought this up before. Then there's some like texting dialogue from um, Harrison and Dexter. The show has absolutely stepped up their cell phone game. I I, I think we've said this before. It <laughs> well, just doesn't say <laughs> delete yes or no. <laughs> Text message from Deb, and it's just like this big like one message. Hey, yeah. It wasn't a lot to step up from, but yes, it has stepped up from it. Um, <laughs> so Kurt is really breaking Harrison down here. You know, he's like really, he's good at like relating to Harrison, you know, brings in the uh, the choice of his father, you know, the same way like mm -hmm. Dexter was unable to talk to Angela, well, the same way Dexter was able to talk to Angela, but not Harrison. I feel like we have the same thing here where Harrison's able to talk to Kurt and really give his like true feelings and actually have a conversation. But with Dexter, it's just always anger and, and running off. Um, Kurt has made so much more of an attempt to bond with Harrison than Dexter has this season. God, every I just want to keep talking about why is Kurt doing this, but fine. Let's let's move it. Let's move on. Right. We know Kurt is, you know, we talk about serial killers here and like Dexter is supposed to be this. He's a serial killer, but he only kills the bad guys. And, you know, we have Kurt here who's, you know, on the other side of the coin of he's killing women, capturing them and whatnot. Mm -hmm. How fucking cruel, because this is the exact way the scene goes as they're talking Kurt looks at Harrison and he just goes, if you were my son, I would have never left you. And you could see the poor kid Harrison's eyes start tearing. And then Kurt's like, yo, BRB. Hold on. My clock just did something. I got to go real quick. I'll be right back, boy. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> and this man comes out. It is the one. It is the only time in the Dexter. Well, somebody comes. We don't know who it was. Somebody comes out in a white outfit. I think Olsen came out and he's intimidating Kirk's voice personally, but somebody came out. So, yeah, this weird, creepy guy comes out dressed in white. It was weird. That's your that's your cue to go right ahead, sir. <laughs> I I was legitimately frightened when this un, <laughs> unnamed individual steps out in that clothing. There's definitely a ritual involved, right? Because he gets he puts on those clothes uh, up there. Yeah, that, that's yeah. He there's something about that outfit that we don't know because he didn't wear that outfit in 
in the truck, so I don't know what that is. Um, I like I said, I was like legitimately shocked and gasped. Like I just couldn't believe how cruel and how quickly he was like, "Yo, I would never leave you. Be right back. It's time to fucking kill you." That's just like crazy cruel. Like, yeah. So he, you know, as as he tosses him outside and is telling him to run, I, I would have thought, and I think I've seen, I think I've seen people in the chat say, like, I, I thought Harrison would have had more fight in him than to actually run. Like, I'm surprised he didn't actually, like, try to fight him. Because I feel like Kurt has all, unnamed man, has all the power and he never expects them to fight back. Like that one girl was like, fuck it. I know if I'm uh, Chloe a few episodes ago. I know if I'm running, mm-hmm. I'm dead. So I might as well try and put up some fight. And he just kind of shoots him. Mm-hmm. Um, so as this is happening. As, as Harrison is finally running and we think like, oh my God, he's actually going to kill Harrison. Dexter shows up. You know, and all this time he's been texting Harrison like, hey, don't trust them. Harrison puts his phone on airplane mode. You know, it's like, God, if if you if the two of you only knew what was <laughs> really about to happen. Going on, yeah. Um and at the same time, Dexter shows up, gets a few shots in his car. The man Kurt, who jumps aside, Dexter and Harrison hug. Watching Kurt a.k.a. Clancy Brown, run. A.k.a. Olsen Twins' dad. Was one of the funniest moments for me in this episode. (laughs) Just seeing that old man run was just like... So let me tell you, if, if, if I was talking with Jen last night, as soon as the episode ended, I was furious. I was like, wait a second. They just found Kurt with the gun tossed on the side of his cabin. And Dexter and Harrison both let him go. I was just so mad. It reminds me in season seven, Dexter has, I forget the gentleman's name. Why did I call him a gentleman? And then LaGuerta and another cop show up. And he tosses him in the, in the, in the, whatever, the bay. And then, like, the scene just cuts to the next morning. And it's like, oh my God, you had so much tension there and you just let it go. On my rewatch, I noticed something that as Dexter gets out of the car, there's a moment as he's running away. It looks like he has like a split second make a decision moment where he kind of has like this like on the left side of his face as he turns his head, he wants to like go and kill Kurt with his bare hands. Then it looks like at the okay. same time he sees Harrison and he's like, oh man, fuck everything. I'm running to Harrison. I like that moment. Okay. Um, okay. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so I was, I was so, I'm, I'm reading here in the chat. I thought Trinity slipping away after dumping the kid in concrete was goofy, but Kurt fleeing the scene into a barren wasteland was a whole other level. And then, in, and then, he had, and then in all caps, Olsen he has a twins car. Dad, Olsen, Olsen twins dad had snow camo i don't know if you've ever played call of duty when you have the snow camo you can blend in okay it's not that unbelievable olsen twins dad is out there blending in with that barren fucking snow wasteland he's got the mask on so he looks like snow (laughs) there it is (laughs) i think on second watch they there is a I think it's a conveniently placed dark patch of land which I'm assuming is a Kurt bunker, a bunker for Kurt. But still, Kurt it's just I guess the emotion of the moment makes Dexter and Harrison hug and completely forget about Dexter. But it's just it was so infuriating to me at the moment that like if we were, if we would have turned our mics on right there. I would have it would have just been me complaining for like ten minutes and it would just would have been it would have brought up all the other times that they done this in the show. I forgot about the Trinity one only because Dexter does the uh the Darth Vader 
no but he goes arthur <laughs> um but <laughs> you know oh god but like you know what fine this moment is supposed to be emotional it's about dexter and harrison you know catching up then we get the scene in the car where you know what should what could have what could have deleted this whole season if the two of them just would have talked and like even Dexter says it like is that all I had to do like hey I'm gonna tell you everything I guess you have to fucking go through hardships before you get to that point but mm-hmm. simply letting him he's not alone his dark thoughts are the same as Dexter they're both born in blood Dexter explicitly states he's going to tell him everything is he well let me let, that's well, my biggest let thing. me say it, let me say, okay oh okay I'm no, sorry I'm sorry if they don't if they don't do that. And if Dexter is not there explaining everything, I'm already disappointed with the season, but I'll somehow be more disappointed. Um, but if he doesn't admit to like, hey, I've killed over 50 people. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like if he doesn't admit like, hey, so by the way, I've done all this. I'm going to be pissed. I'm actually going to be pissed. Like I legitimately will be pissed off. Like, don't downplay it. I want the, I want Dexter to just come out raw. Like, look, this is who I am. Hey, have you ever heard of the Bay Harbor Butcher? It's your old man. You want me to sign an autograph? I'll do it right here, right here and there. Yeah, you know about those blood slides? I got some extras. <laughs> I'll give them to you. I'll initial them for you. Like, if he doesn't do all of this shit, no, I'm not. Not this whole, oh, wife wanted to kill, but I never have. Or something like that. Then I'm gonna. Be, I'll be pissed off. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna accept it. I. I would hope that the show. I think if he tells him everything, I think it almost for certain means Dexter's death. You know, he's just giving. He's just putting everything out there to eventually die. But. Kind of like we were. T- I see a couple of people talking about like him teaching him the code. I don't think that's going to happen. The only reason I don't think that's going to happen is the amount of time that we have left in the show. I just I feel like that would be a much longer process. I think, but if if he does teach it and they do it right, I'm all for it. I I I would assume he does or tries to teach him. Yeah, it would be pretty silly if like Harrison has perfected the code. You know, in an in a, in a, in 80s montage of music, um, if, if they do it that quickly. But um, I guess I'll leave it. You know, we have Kurt, Harrison, Dexter. We all know Kurt's dead one way or the other, whether it's Dexter and Harrison, just Dexter. Mm-hmm. I doubt just Harrison does it. Um, then comes the question, Dexter or Harrison? It would be crazy if Harrison is brought back just to die. That poor kid lived a terrible life and then he dies. So that's why I'm like sort of shifting everything to Dexter. Um, but do you, but do you okay? So but do you want Harrison to kill Dexter? Do I want? Do I want? Oh, so I'm not saying I'm not saying like this is what you want, but like, will you be satisfied if that's like an outcome? So, where where I won't. I where, that. where I we won't. where I we currently stand, you would think the two of them are going to be the best buddies, best killing team duo. You know, they're going to really reveal themselves and, and whatnot. Um, I feel like last week I was so sure that spoiler ending that I read was going to happen. Obviously, I'm now not as sure. I've yeah. said from the beginning, before the season, uh, that Harrison is the one who kills Dexter. I, I guess I'm going to stick with it. I just have eight episodes of cloudiness clouding my head. Um, I do think, I always thought in the end, Harrison kills Dexter with the opportunity of a spinoff. So I guess I'm going to stick with it. I'm what happens over these two episodes that causes that, I guess, is part of the question. I am still going to stick with mine that I think, as of right now, I think that Dexter gets some kind of a mortal, I think it is mortal, mortal injury from Kirk, and Harrison still kills 
Kirk, but Dexter doesn't survive. That's going to be my guess. The lo- it's if you've watched Logan, it's essentially a, a, that, that kind. Of Harrison thing. kills Kirk, even though Kirk is not the confirmed killer. What do you mean by that? No, 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 no. I I want to say there's going to be like kind of a showdown, essentially somehow. Why are you laughing? Uh, no, I'm, I'm concerned. I didn't hear the question right. You know, you didn't. I was uh. We we were doing a bit, man. So if 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 Harrison doesn't oh, know, oh, oh, I'm sorry. if Harrison doesn't know that Kurt is the one killing these people, why would he kill Kurt? Wait, what? <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We don't know. This we don't, whole bit is going. Well, we don't know that that was. Oh 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 no 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 oh 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 Shut up, cunt. no. Shut so Olsen twins dad. Olsen twins, shut up, shut up. Olsen twins dad's gonna come in, okay, and he's gonna mortally wound Dexter after he's embalmed Kirk, okay? He's gonna have embalmed Kirk, and he's gonna be mortally wounding Dexter, and then Harrison is gonna have to fight Matt because Matt has not been confirmed dead yet, okay? And they're going to have a show-off. It's going to be baseball bats like lightsabers. Okay? And they're going to fight it down. Mark my words, that's the ending. (laughs) We will... (laughs) (laughs) I love love having to remind you twice, like, hey, do do the bit. (laughs) Fuck! We'll do it live. We'll Fuck. do it live. <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Oh, my God. That's a good way to go out, actually. I'm like, um, I, I guess I guess you don't watch these, the previews for the next week. I do now. Nope. Um, nope. I'm just going to say... Actually, you don't want to hear this, but the chat... Can you do earmuffs for a second, then, so you don't hear this? Yeah. So, uh, raise your hand. Raise your hand. And, like, give a thumbs up when you're done. So, I think we are going back to Miami for a flashback. I think that was what the uh, kill clown thing was. I wonder if that's Harrison, if that's Dexter teaching Harrison the code, sort of like you know, like a, a training montage, but Dexter explaining everything. To Jen's point, I wonder if that's where Trinity shows up again. If he has anything to do there. Um, but I do think that Miami is. They do the thing with the um, the Michael Scott hair and everything, but. Uh, let me get Colton back now. And yeah, that's where we see that Dexter kills Kurt. Oh, you can hear me. All right, we will be back next okay. week. And I, it was in Iowa. It was in Iowa. I knew it. We will be back next week. Oh my God, it's the last episode of the year. Um, again. Oh shit. Once again, everyone. Um, Happy New Year. We will. Uh, guys, guys, guys. Everyone, get ready for this joke. Ready? Ready, ready? Get get here. Everyone, everyone, if everyone's here. We'll talk to you next year. Hey! <laughs> <laughs>